Are you tired of the cookie cutter approach to education that's stuck in the last century? Are you seeking a win-win situation where your family thrives, your kid's education is revolutionary, and you still get to chase your own dreams? Welcome to Unschooled Unleashed. Unlock your child's genius. I'm your host, Matthew Jarecki, an unapologetic rebel dad and promoter of what many consider to be educational anarchy. You know the world isn't going to be won by those that just toe the line. It's the innovators, the visionaries, and the resilient spirits that are going to thrive. Our mission here is to forge those world changers within our very homes with less stress, energy, and time. Unschooled, Unleashed starts now. Welcome back to another terrific episode of Unschooled Unleashed. I'm your host, Matthew Jarecki, and today we're comparing unschooling to traditional homeschooling as far as efficiency, and we're going to see which one comes out on top. I'm going to give you a little hint, though. I unschool. So take it for what it's worth. (laughs) But we're going to cover uh, things like what traditional homeschooling, what I'm talking about when I say that, uh, what unschooling is, what I mean when I say that, and then family dynamics, mastery in education, how deep the learning is, socialization, all these things that uh, we can consider as a part of a child's education. Uh, how efficient is unschooling and how efficient is traditional homeschooling. And I hope to make uh, a compelling argument to you. So with that, let's dive in. Jumping right in, we're comparing unschooling with traditional homeschooling as far as efficiency, and we're going to see what comes out ahead. Now, I want to say I'm not criticizing anyone who chooses to do traditional homeschooling, okay? This is not uh, a critique of it at all. It's just comparing the efficiency between unschooling and traditional homeschooling. Now, both are home education, and I'm an advocate for both. And I was uh, traditionally homeschooled for a while. I was also unschooled for over a year. And I can talk intelligently about both. I was also in public school. I also went to private school. I also went to like kind of a Montessori school, uh, private small mixed age classroom. And I think I, I could talk at least a little bit about this stuff. Um, so I decided to make just this episode to, to almost show all the advantages. And maybe, maybe if you're just doing traditional homeschooling, you can adopt some of this within your routine, routine or at least think about these things and make sure you're understanding why you're doing what you're doing because you might be doing it the least efficient way. And if you can get more efficient, you'll have more time, more energy, more uh, anything really that you want to spend your time with. More time to relax, more time to spend with your family, more time to build bonds, all that stuff. Make more memories, uh, plan something cool for yourself, uh, I don't know, anything. So first, let's uh, dive in by comparing traditional homeschooling or defining traditional homeschooling. When I'm talking about traditional homeschooling, again, this is just a form of home education, where we're doing a structured curriculum. It follows a specific educational curriculum curriculum mirroring traditional school uh, setting, but just doing it at home. Usually the parent leads. There's scheduled learning. So there's a calendar, and you start at this time and you end at this time, you know, whatever times those are that you make it. At least it's uh, pre-planned. Everyone has to do their schoolwork. It adheres to predetermined timetable and there are subjects that are also predetermined along with studying. 
Again, it's parent-directed, so the parents choose what and how to learn, often acting as the primary instructor. And there's often standardized testing where they use tests to measure progress uh, to adhere to educational standards. And this is where it takes a lot of uh, work for the parents to make sure that they're keeping up with this. It's resource intensive because you're buying curriculum, textbooks, educational materials, constantly trying to refresh yourself because you're going to be the lead instructor. <coughs> Excuse me. And then you're also focused on academic subjects. And this is uh, a focus on the academic learning, such as math, science, literature, all that, all that fun stuff. Now let's define what unschooling is. Unschooling is child-led learning, and it centers around the child's interest, allowing them to explore topics that they're passionate about, to really dive into whatever they're interested in. Uh, we're going to let the child find something that they're curious about, and then you're just going to dive in. It's flexible learning as opposed to the uh, scheduled learning. Learning happens in life. You adapt to the family's natural rhythms and interests. It's also parent-facilitated at times, although it's not always that. Uh, you can help them, but a lot of times, honestly, the kid just does it, so it doesn't have to be that. Uh, the child's learning journey can be done without dictating, essentially. You don't need to tell them what to do but you might be the one teaching, like for example, if they have questions on math, but they might do it on a YouTube video or even experimentation. There is no standardized testing. In, it does it in favor of learning through exploration and real world experiences. Uh, that's really what it favors. And it doesn't, unschoolers don't believe that testing is any indicator of actual learning. Unschoolers believe that learning is... Uh, is done by following your curiosity and then building upon that. And that's really the only way you're going to retain it. Unless you're just doing repetition, 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 all that kind of stuff. And there is some of that within unschooling as well, if you're building on concepts. But uh, it's not like worksheet after worksheet after worksheet to memorize stuff. It utilizes everyday resources by leveraging daily life. Uh, community stuff out there like resources uh, like courses and classes and uh, stuff done through a rec center or maybe uh, you know anything it could be anything uh, creativity it utilizes and problem solving beyond just the academic subject so uh, there's also broad learning as well as opposed to just focusing on the academic subjects so if I were to kind of recap the differences between the two it's the approach to learning. Traditional homeschooling is structured and curriculum-based, while unschooling is flexible and interest-led, uh, child-led. The role of the parent? Well, in traditional homeschooling, the parent acts as the teacher, where in unschooling, they are more of a learning facilitator. They could be teaching, but they don't have to. Uh, sometimes it's just the kid learning. And as far as resources, traditional homeschooling often relies on purchased educational materials, while unschooling uh, makes use of Tons of resources all over, available for the child's immediate uh, use, hopefully, and relies on the community as well. And then educational objectives. Well, the focus in traditional homeschooling is acad academic achievements, usually, and following educational standards that were set by, quote-unquote, experts who know what to do and what's best for your child. Whereas unschooling prioritizes personal growth, 
life skills, practical application, the love of learning, um, and experimentation, following your curiosity, uh, becoming an adult, learning how to manage yourself, learning about yourself, that type of thing. Now, you could probably tell which way I lean, and I'm a hu- I'm a really big into academic stuff. Personally, I was, uh, as an adult at least, I was very focused on academics, which I don't think is a bad thing. I don't think there's anything wrong with focusing on academics, but I think that uh, comparing the two, you're going to see one is top-down instruction, which is traditional home education or traditional homeschooling, however you want to define it. And then unschooling is really just a facilitator and curious along the way with them. And you get to explore the world with them and show them all the, all the joys of, uh, I don't know, learning things. I think it's pretty cool. All right, let's jump into defining the efficiency in learning. And we're going to compare traditional homeschooling and unschooling. So personalized learning paths is the first subject or category we're going to talk about. So customization for efficiency. So unschooling allows for a tailored educational experience, directly aligning with the child's interest and pace. So you're never moving too fast nor too slow. They keep their interest, leading to a faster and more meaningful or at least maybe if not faster, but as fast as they can possibly handle it. Uh, but a more meaningful learning experience compared to the one-size-fits-all approach that traditional homeschooling often offers. And yes, we as parents, and again, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about like traditional homeschooling as we think of it. We're following the curriculum. We go, you don't complete section two until section one's done and you pass the, the quiz at the end. And then you have the test at the end of the chapter or whatever, you know, however it's structured. That's what I'm talking to. I know we as parents, again, can get in between in the middle. And that's actually what I advocate you do if you think it's best. So I'm I'm uh, making sure you understand that, that I'm just talking about traditional homeschooling as we think of it. Schooling at home. Okay. And that's where I'm comparing the two. So I, I, again, I definitely encourage you to do a blend if that's what you're comfortable with. In fact, I'm almost arguing that those who are doing traditional homeschooling do somewhat of a blend because I think you'll get some big benefits out of it. Uh, like energy, time, less pressure in the household, better relationships, all this stuff. Hence why I'm doing this podcast episode. Um, moving on, uh, maximized learning moments. So which one is going to maximize learning moments a little better? Which one is more efficient at maximizing these learning moments? Well, efficiency, the efficiency of everyday experiences as learning opportunities makes education continuous and integrated with life and unschooling, which I would argue is constant learning. We're not running from learning. We're not trying to distract or just unwind. We're looking at life as a learning opportunity versus there's this segmented sessions of traditional learning you know, quote unquote learning that happens in traditional homeschooling. If we look at life as a curious thing that we should try and discover, and if we see something out of place, look more into it. Then I think we're going to find some things that are unique and we can build upon those things, use our creativity, problem solve, uh, all those things that I think are going to be very important in the future. Whereas we're just memorizing or uh, going through whatever curriculum that we might not even be interested in. And I say we, I mean the children. Um, moving on, 
we're going to talk about uh, efficiency. Well, let me recap uh, efficiency in learning as far as a personalized path and maximized learning moments. I just want to make sure I'm closing the loop on this. A personalized learning path is really only done if you let the child lead. So it's got to be unschooling is more efficient as that. You as the parent aren't going to have to figure it all out. Think about that. What if you could just let life happen as life happens? That's where you maximize those learning moment, learning moments and use every day as a learning opportunity, generating discussions. And it's not just going to be about what's in a textbook. It's going to be about life and hard stuff and stuff that's just interesting and fun and curious. So with that being said, I think it's going to decrease the stress in the household. You're going to be more of that in that role of, hey, I'm just along with you in life. <clears throat> yeah, I'm your parent and I have a lot of authority over you right now, but that's not the way it's going to be in the future. So I'm going to try and train you to be that adult and walk along beside you, and hopefully you look at me as that resource, that trusted person in your inner circle that you would ask advice. I mean, that's an honor. That's where I hope to be one day. So as far as that's concerned, yeah, unschooling, way more efficient in that realm. So pick what you want out of that to incorporate into your routine if you're not unschooling. All right, streamlined education management. Now we're moving on. Uh, all right, which one's more efficient in scheduling? Well... <laughs> Unschooling eliminates the need for strict schedules, reducing planning overhead, uh, planning overhead, and making the educational process more adaptable to family life. I don't think I really have to go into traditional traditional unschooling where there's this rigid path uh, that you have to follow and you have to plan out, and you're using all these tabs in a notebook to, you know, whatever. And gosh, I mean, it just simplifies things, and you can take life at life's pace. Uh, another way we're streamlining the education management is uh, utilizing everyday resources. This is going to, uh, well, unschooling allows you families to use available materials and community assets, offering uh, a more efficient, I would argue, use of resources in contrast to the often expensive curriculum and materials that we use in traditional homeschooling. So uh, if we just dive into what the child's interested in, we know they're going to benefit from it. If anything, they're going to learn that they don't like it and they want to move on. Or maybe they find they're something that they're very passionate about and they're going to spend the next five years mastering in some way. Either way, good to know about yourself, right, as a kid. Uh, gosh, I, I, I work in healthcare. And you know how many doctors I've talked to that have no idea what they want to be when they grow up? They've graduated medical school, they're in their residency, some are even in their fellowship, and they're just going, yeah, I guess I'm doing this because I don't know what else to do. A lot of them said they would go back and they wouldn't be doctors. It's like if you had the self-knowledge about what you wanted, about who you are in, in the early stages, you would have made so much better decision and wasted so much less of your life and have been in so much less debt. Anyways, I'll move on. So uh, recapping this streamlining the education management, you're going to have... Uh, you know, which one is more efficient as far as uh, scheduling? Well, unschooling, you really don't have to do any scheduling. You take life at life's pace, way more efficient. Imagine all that stress off your back. Imagine uh, not having to get your kid's butt in their seat at their desk at, you know, 8.45 or 9 o'clock or whatever time you start your day doing this stuff pressuring them to do whatever and it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon and they're asking if they can be done early and you're saying, no, we still have, who knows, you know, three more hours of homework to do or whatever. Did you finish this worksheet that way? It's like, oh my gosh. 
No, you just take life as life comes and follow your curiosity. So way more efficient in unschooling. As far as resources, you're not wasting your, uh, your money, your hard-earned money on stuff that they don't want to do. Or they're just going to forget anyway because guess what? If they're forced to learn it, they're going to drop it just as quickly. They might be able to recall some of it. And it's good exposure, but at the expense of what? At the expense of maybe hating learning or hating that subject? I hate history. I hate math. I hate reading. You know how many times I hear that? Not for my kids. My kids love it. You know why? Because I don't force them to do it. They just naturally gravitate to it because learning is fun. And as long as you maintain that learning is fun, utilizing the resources like dance class, like gymnastics, like... <laughs> Uh, you know, the playing chess and whatever extracurricular stuff that we're doing, uh, or even curricular stuff that we're doing. Like, uh, I can't remember what else we're doing here or we're planning on doing, but we have them in classes after school classes. Sometimes we have them in, uh, online programs, good stuff. We're not wasting our money. We know they like it. Moving on. We're going to talk about, um, learning outcomes, as far as efficiency, which one is more efficient in getting learning outcomes? Well, children engage more deeply and learn more thoroughly when they follow their own interests. And I would argue that's unschooling. That's what it does. That's literally what it does. The efficiency of uh, traditional homeschooling struggles to match that when you prescribe the curriculum. I don't think it's going to be any deeper. I think that while you might force them to get into it, and yes, there are some, like you can't say it's all bad, but at the expense of, again, at the expense of what? You're going to make them hate whatever they're talking, learning about if you force them to do it over and over and over again, okay? But if they follow their interests, they're going to be engaged in it. They're going to remember it. They're going to want to know more, or they're not going to know that they don't have any interest in this topic and get out of it and move on unless, unless they see that they have a goal on the other end of it. For example, they want to be an engineer and they have to take this basic math. Then they'll learn it and move on because they know why they want to do it. And knowing why you want to do it's very important too. So I would argue that there's deeper engagement and deeper learning. It's way more efficient in, guess what? Unschooling. Uh, as far as, you know, when we're talking about learning outcomes, practical skill acquisition is very important. I would argue that uh, having practical skills that you can use in real the real world is very important in 2024 as it was in 2023 and 2022 and 1900 and 200 BC. <laughs> you know, go on. There is, uh, you know, learning something practical like lifelong skills, that kind of stuff that through real real world experiences. I think is a huge benefit of doing unschooling because you're really making sure you're focusing almost exclusively on practical stuff. And when you start to pick up the stuff that isn't as practical, it's because you have a goal in mind on the other end. Like my example for engineering, you have to learn the math first, then you can learn the physics, right? Uh, which is physics, if you, you know, is full of math. It's just applied math, right? Um, uh, in contrast, there's a lot of theoretical knowledge that's often emphasized in traditional homeschooling and schooling itself. So <laughs> taking a step back, are we just trying to train people who have a bunch of like theoretical knowledge or are we trying to train 
someone who's actually able to get out there and do something. There's, I'm not saying it's not valuable to have this theoretical knowledge. I love theory. However, if it's not practical, it's often just forgotten because you don't use it. You didn't like learning about it, right? So as far as engagement and deeper learning, uh, unschooling, I think is way more efficient because you're just following what the child's interested in, following their curiosity, much like we do as adults. And as far as practical skill application or acquisition, uh, hands down, unschooling is where it's at. So way more efficient. It's really one of its key characteristics as far as outcomes. Uh, moving on, I want to talk about independence and self-motivation. Which one's more efficient in promoting independence and self-motivation? So let's talk about fostering independent learners. Unschooling encourages children to take, char take charge of their education, leading to self-motivated learners who efficiently seek out knowledge and skills. They problem solve, they're creative, they're following their interests. They're very, 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 very independent people. I hope. <laughs> they better be because otherwise they're going to be in a hell trying to figure out their life. I would argue that we all have that have to face that one day when we all have to inevitably become independent and self-reliant. Uh, why don't we start teaching that at an early age is my thoughts. So uh, as far as... Um, you know, problem solving, or rather, uh, independence and self-motivation, I think unschooling is hands down way more efficient as far as teaching that because you're providing opportunities constantly to be able to do that, whereas unschool or a homeschool, traditional homeschooling is top-down instruction creating reliance on everyone else above them to tell them what to do. And again, I'll go back to that doctor thing. You know how many doctors I've, bet, I've talked to who, why'd you want to be a doctor? You know, get to know the new resident, right? Get to know the new fellow. I don't know. Uh, my academic advisor said my grades were really good and I should go on. Or my parents told me I was either going to be an engineer, a doctor, um, and I can't remember what the other one is, but there's always it's always like the same three things. Um, okay, you know, are you happy? Mm, it, it pays well. At least it will when I get out of that. <laughs> okay. Doesn't sound like a good path. I think my kids, I, I want to foster that independence and thinking and have them own their life. As far as uh, problem solving skills, creative and critical thinking, that kind of stuff. Unschooling, uh, I think, is much more efficient in developing this problem, this problem solving skills through unstructured play when they're young, exploration at any stage of life, and real life challenges. Uh, which is way unlike the passive learning of traditional homeschooling. And when I say passive, I mean you're, maybe the word passive isn't right, but you're, you're doing the problems at the end of the chapter and it says, imagine yourself in this position. Or Tommy's in, Tommy finds himself in a, you know, house that's, you know, you could, you could just picture where I'm going with this. It's much more theory. It's not real to them. And the problem solving isn't near as fun because there's no real problem. But if they come across a problem, like let's say, let's say that was a physics problem where I'm trying to figure out 
Tommy's in the house and he's going over and watching a car drive by and he sees it drive by for six seconds and it's going 60 miles an hour. How far did the tra- car travel in X amount of seconds? Okay, well, in the back of the book, that's no fun. But when they see something curious in life, like they go, oh, wow, that's weird. And they're looking out the window. You know, I noticed this, Dad. And I'm like, ah, I think you're catching on to the, the Newtonian physics aspects of whatever's going on. And we can use that same exact problem, but now it's real life. And when it's real life, it's they're paying attention. You have their full attention. They're going to be able to problem solve better. Trust me. They have a vested interest. They want to know. They desire to learn. Kids are learning machines. All right. So as far as promoting independence and self-motivation, creativity, you know, problem solving skills. Uh, yeah. I mean, unschooling, that's what it focuses on. Makes independent little, little adults, you know, we call children who need supervision while they're learning. But it gives them the, a lot of experience practicing, leading their life, um, building the creativity to solve these problems that they come across, like we all have to do, <laughs> as opposed to waiting until you're 18 or 22 or 26, whenever you take responsibility for your life, or you're kicked out of the house, or something happens. You know, I want to I want to prepare my kids as best as possible. I think that's being a dad or being a parent. Anyways, uh, so yeah, I think uh, as far as efficiency in those, uh, unschooling, hands down, wins. Uh, this is going to be, let me cover this one first. So balancing family life and education. Well, I'm just going to tell you, unschooling wins, hands down. I don't even know if I need to argue it, but <laughs> I mean, imagine imagine uh, not having to pressure your kids constantly to do stuff and be on their bath. Imagine just following their coattails on whatever journey they're going on, right? You can have times for video games and maybe there's some even learning in video games that we want to promote, like competition and you know, getting to know yourself what, you know, what you're into, I don't know. But I can tell you that there's a lot of learning done outside of video games, even though that's what you think your kids are only going to do. And they might for a while if you're de-school. Look it up. But eventually they're going to go over and get curious because that's what kids do. They're always asking questions and they want to know more. And uh, imagine teaching your children without having to pressure them. Imagine just going on that journey with them. Imagine what that would do for your relationships. Family dynamics. Harmony in your education that you can just go over and teach them and go on that journey. I mean, it's such a cool thought. So let me read what I wrote here. Unschooling uh, is very adaptable and reduces stress and efficiently manages the balance between educational activities and family time because you're really always in that kind of mode. Answering questions, going on a journey. You challenge, uh, or challenge is often faced by families in traditional homeschooling setups because they use pressure, coercion, rewards on the other end, and eventually that gets a little bit old and stresses everyone out. In addition, uh, well, moving on as far as uh, family life and education, uh, parents are facilitators in schooling, whereas in traditional homeschooling, they're the teachers. So you have to get really familiar with everything. And you may want to do that even in unschooling just because you're going to be talking about it and you want to explore it together. You're going to learn together. But uh, unschooling's approach allows parents to act more as that facilitator of learning rather than a direct instructor, the know-it-all, the top-down instruction, making for more efficient use of time and energy for both the parents and the children. 
So as far as balancing family life and education, unschooling hands down integrates the two into one big awesome journey experience and hands down I think is way more efficient as far as that's concerned. Imagine what that would do for your family dynamics. Now, lastly, what I'm going to talk about is probably the most difficult one uh, to argue to a lot of you. Oh, no, that's not true. That's not true because we're comparing traditional homeschooling and unschooling. It's socialization and community integration. And again, we're comparing unschooling versus traditional unschooling. I think with unschooling, you're getting a more broad social learning. I think there's uh, more diverse actions. Compare it, if, you, if you look at the real world socialization of unschooling, right, where our goal is to get them in practical application, learning how to be an adult, getting out there in the world, doing stuff, right? Uh, there's, there's no more age-similar socialization uh, where we're just matching up ages. Although kids prefer to like kind of find kids of their own age, that's fine. But you can also learn from older kids, and you can teach younger kids, and I think there's really va real value into that. Learning how to interact with adults, getting out there and doing an internship, getting out there and as opposed to sitting in a, you know, reading a textbook, getting out there and doing an apprenticeship as opposed to sitting back and just like reading a textbook, right? I think with the focus in unschooling, getting out, getting out there and doing, you're going to expose yourself to a lot more diverse social interactions. Again, you can do this with traditional homeschooling, but truly the focus when we talk about traditional homeschooling, talking about curriculum, okay? And one of the advantages of homeschooling is you can go over and do some of these internships and all this stuff too. So adopt it in your routine if you like what I'm saying. Uh, community engagement as education. Uh, that's another thing, right? So uh, learning through what I'm calling contribution. So there's a lot more... Uh, integrating community service and involvement and everything like that, that's a part of your life. It's part of the learning process. Uh, practical experiences going out there and doing something in the community that uh, a textbook can't offer. So with unschooling, you're able to do that because it's, it's, it's what you do. It's how to be an adult. It's how you live life. And if you believe in any kind of... Uh, you know, serving your community in some way, doing something good for something, someone else. The focus with unschooling is, can be, if that's what you want, if you want to teach them about how to be a well-rounded adult, adult, that can be that. And it starts with you because you're going to be the model and then you take them along for the ride and then they get to learn how to be a giving, loving person. Okay? Versus a textbook, it just can't offer that. So I'll stop there uh, as far as, my my arguments let me let me make my closing closing statement <laughs> i've said a lot of this already but i just want to make sure i'm clear there's nothing wrong with traditional homeschooling nothing wrong at all with it there's nothing wrong with curriculum it's forcing your kids to sit down and read something they don't want to read or learn about something they don't want to learn it's horribly, horribly inefficient. You're, they're not going to retain it. Therefore, why are you even doing it? Well, they might recall it later. It's broad exposure. Well, I would argue if I teach them how to learn, if I teach them to follow their interest, if I teach them how to be goal-oriented and go over and jump through hurdles that they need to jump through, and they're independent, self-motivated people, that they will learn what they need to learn when they need to learn it. So if I miss the phases of the moon, 
in fifth grade education or whenever they learn that, I'll bet they'll learn it when they need it, right? Because that's what we do as adults. How much stuff did you miss in school that you just didn't remember? That it's like, oh, are you smarter than a fifth grader? It's like, you forgot half that stuff. Kids remember it because they just got tested on it, but they're not going to retain it. Look at us. So I'm saying it's a bunch of like it's a bunch of waste of time, waste of time. And what are you doing to your family in the process? Pressure on you, pressure on the kids. Everyone's pressured. Everyone's stressed out, and you spend all that time on that stuff for nothing. And then you get what out of it? The sense of peace that you did everything you could. Is that what we're after? I don't. I don't know. I like. I, I like. I had to ask myself these questions. It's like, well, we covered everything, and it's like, okay. Yeah, we could go that approach, or I could teach them how to teach themselves so if we miss anything, they'll get it. Or I could teach them how to be self-motivated and know themselves so they don't go in the wrong direction. Or we just follow their interests and we talk about learning in everyday life so that way they have a more broad exposure than kids who think learning is awful because they always run from learning outside of school. And my kids learn 24-7. Which one's more efficient? And we have time to go over and do things that we enjoy and build family relationships like bonding, right? We have time for basketball. We have time for going on trips anytime we want. I mean, sometimes like when I, one of the reasons I made this podcast was because some people I talk to, they're just, well, what if, what if, what if, what if? And it's like, I, I just found myself answering all these what ifs with the most optimistic of, of ways of doing it. But the, the, the truth is, yeah, it's scary. Yeah, you don't know what's going to happen on the other end, but you might find their genius. And just, should you find the next Mozart, do you want them uh, spending years of their life pressured, under stress, learning about stuff that, has, that they don't want anything to do with, a decade lost, or do you want them to dive into what they're truly passionate about and or exploring and finding what they're truly passionate about, what they're really good at, what their gift to the world is? Me, hands down, I don't care if it's scary for me. I'm choosing finding something that lights them up and teaching them how to be the best adults they can be because that's what's better for them. It's what's better for me. It's what's better for my community. It's what's better for my town. It's, it's what's better for the my country and the world. And I think... I think that's my responsibility as a parent is to uh, not do the easy thing, do the hard thing. Because trust me, I am rigid. I want curriculum. I want to make sure my bases are covered. This is the most important asset I have. My children are the most important thing that I have in my life. You know, outside of uh, my spiritual stuff and my marriage as far as things that I'm responsible for in my life, Children are number one. I'm a steward of them. And this is the best way I know how to do it. And I'm going to do it in ways where I can live my life too. If I can get away with it, because isn't that what we want to teach our children? How to live an awesome life? Isn't that what you want for them? Well, you have to model it. You have to have interest. You have to do stuff. Well, where are you going to find the time? Well, start looking for some efficiencies. I know what I did. So with that, I'm going to leave this episode because I could talk all day about this. I'll go on a rant. I do this with my wife. <laughs> now I do it to you. Thank you for listening. So stay curious. 
stay unschooled and stay away from the algebra nightmares. I'll catch you in the next episode. So here's where we roll up our sleeves and bring out the big guns. If you support our mission, then please leave a review. On Unschooled Unleashed, we are talking about using a radical approach to education in today's world. And the more five-star reviews we have, the more people will feel comfortable with the ideas, strategies, and principles we discuss. It gives legitimacy to our message, and the podcast's algorithm prioritizes us so we can reach more people. You may even have your five-star review read on our podcast. Before I let you go, I have to pause and say this from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Your presence here is the fuel that ignites this movement. I am incredibly moved that you trust in us enough to click play. You, my friends, are the caped heroes in this story, the guardians of your family's learning journey, and a beacon of hope for your community. Be bold. Do what you think is best for you and your family. Thanks again for tuning in and taking this courageously outside of the box for this educational revolution. Welcome to the front line.